Hello my dudes, today I wanted to do another kind of internet analysis type of video and the topic I am covering is how Vine shaped a generation. With my last video talking about This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm a Chamberlain, Joanna, all of these new age, 17-year-old YouTube vloggers. I've been wondering where they get their sense of humor from. Of course, it's largely influenced by each other, but I think specifically Vine has been a major influence to this generation. This generation being millennials, generation Z, is that what they're called? Kind of just internet people. If you have consumed enough Vine, you have been influenced by it. It took a little while for Vine to reach its true form, which I consider to be when there were distinct different types of Vine creators and different types of Vines. People understood the platform and they were finding new ways to use it. So in my opinion, there are three main type of Vine creators. First being Viners. These are the accounts of people who, on a regular basis, create Vine content. In this group of Viners, there are two subgroups, the good and the bad. Viner has become kind of um, an icky word with many of the people who used to be on Vine not really wanting to associate with their past anymore. But there were some really great Vine creators and there were a couple people that I really loved, including Cody Ko. How is it? You may now speak. <laughs> Gabriel Gundacker. Introducing Mountain Dew Threat Level Orange, a citrus twist infused with Islamophobia. Secure the border, I'm under attack! That guy with the big mouth. Hey, do you mind locking that door? Fuck your door. Yeah, fuck my door, dude! Fuck it! I'm so sorry for asking. Asada. 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 What the fuck is up, Kyle? No, what did you say? What the fuck, dude? Step the fuck up, Kyle. The people that I considered to be good Viners usually were practicing kind of character exercises, and Vine was the perfect platform to explore like a very quick punchline that you want to test out, or a one-liner, or just like such a simple, silly concept that it only takes five to six seconds to execute. That being said, of course, Vine was not a simple thing. Many vines in themselves were simple, but as most of us know, when you go to try to create a vine, you could do it thousands of times and just never get it right. So these people who became successful viners really are gifted in comedy, I believe. Or at least they figured out the platform and they found a good way to express themselves in such a short span of time. And then of course there are the horrible viners that we don't like to speak of, including Lele Pons, the Paul brothers. Cause you're hot. real bad content. 
These creators were kind of try-hard while simultaneously being incredibly lazy with their concepts. A lot of their humor was based out of like physical comedy, so like Lele Pons getting knocked off of things all the time or falling. The second main type of vine that I can think of, I like to call the one-hit wonders. These are the vines that come out of nowhere, and usually that creator or whoever posted them, that's probably like their only successful vine. And people, when they see that vine, don't think, oh, I wanna follow this person. It's just like a once-in-a-lifetime magical moment that was captured. Photo. No. Hi. Okay. Get to Del Taco! They got a new thing called Free, free, free Shavakadoo! It's gonna be me. And then the third main type of vine is pop culture vines. A lot of these are just people like filming their TV or computer screen, creating the perfect six second remix of some thing that already existed. Two shots of vodka. Then one. Hi, I'm Renata Bliss, and I'm your freestyle dance teacher. Yo, I never fuck Wayne, I never fuck Drake. Okay, so with those main types of viners or vines in mind, let's get back to the main point of how Vine influenced an entire generation. I think there are so many elements of vines that are still extremely present and manifested in online comedy culture. Makeup came off. Your what? My makeup. No, Liza. Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely your makeup. Your makeup came off. He's stuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> What's with the toxicity in... Men down, where you from? Obviously the essence of Vine is in its conciseness. But just that, that fast pace creates a different kind of comedy. One-liners or very quick punchlines are king. And of course some creators, you know, took advantage of a longer punchline with recurring characters or recurring jokes. It's official, I'm getting a promotion. I'm getting ready to do something too. I'm running for president. Cool, Hillary. When you're taking a shower to get ready for the I'm party. getting ready to do something too. Are you too. kidding me? I'm running for president. Get the hell out of here, Hillary. Another huge element is yelling, or like very loud, sudden screeches of audio. If the apocalypse ever hits, I'm going bald. I heard you were talking shit about me. What the fuck? Don't tell your mother. Kiss one another. Die for each other. And then something that's very notable to me is these specific facial expressions that I feel like are super, super rooted in Vine. Da, 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 da. The thing about a good vine is usually that it worked indescribably well. You could never really explain why it's funny, exactly what the joke is. And that's kind of what makes vine feel like a breeding ground for inside jokes for this generation, because just the whole feeling of a vine can only be captured in that way. Does this make sense? And another thing is that vines, like many other memes, they have to be consumed at the source. 
You can't get the same satisfaction quoting a vine, though a lot of people do often quote vines, as you do from actually watching the vine again. Just like if you were to try to read a meme out loud, it's definitely not as funny as it is in your head. Hi, my name is Trey, I have a basketball game tomorrow. Well, I'm a point guard, I got a shoe game. And I have a basketball game tomorrow. I have a basketball game tomorrow. My cool. name is Jenna, I'm 30, I have a basketball game tomorrow. Vines are very self-aware, self-deprecating, very ironic. And above all, Vine is very, very meta. There are Vines that included memes, or borrowed from memes. <laughs> I knew that. Combined it with pop culture, remixed it, and in themselves became memes. I think Vines are a great visual representation of what's going on in the minds of this generation. Do you ever look at someone and wonder, what is going on inside their head? It's over-the-top humor, a little bit of depression with a side of silliness. You can tell just by the title of Vine compilations that people literally use Vine to get through their worst times. Of course, people are a little bit joking, but I think there's an element of truth there. There's something so pure about watching something that's just so stupid or so superficial that can really help distract you from, you know, life's bigger, serious problems. And if that means watching a 15-minute Vine compilation, so be it. So for me, I don't know exactly how much Vine has influenced my personal sense of humor, because for me, the first thing that really did that was Tumblr. Ah, the glory days of Tumblr. Years ago, I was talking with one of my good friends, Lana, and we were just talking about memes or like text posts on Tumblr and how you wish you could just instantly like flash it to someone in person. You know, at least when you're communicating with a friend online, you can literally send memes back and forth. And that's a way to really be like sharing that exact joke in a quick way and an accessible way. So we were talking about like, what if you literally were like a Teletubby and you had a little screen on your belly that you could pop up like memes or text posts or GIFs or videos or vines? How funny would that be? Because again, you will never get the true essence of the joke without consuming it yourself in that moment. So even though we don't have the bellies of Teletubbies, I think people still, even subconsciously, want to be able to emit that same energy from vines. And I think that does reflect in video editing, like I talked about in the last video between Emma Chamberlain, Joanna, all of these creators. They often use little clips of vines, sometimes just the audio, in a moment. It's a flash. There's no transition. It's just an abrupt little snippet of that feeling. You don't like it. Marlene, your speech was so good. Oh, it's like, it's like, I didn't even like try. It was just like improv. And oh my god, why can't you just take the freaking compliment? Hey. Oh my god. Ooh, but the audience connects to it because they're on the same wavelength. It's so ingrained in this entire generation's sense of humor that you can put literally half a second of a vine and half of the audience will recognize it. Yeah. Get it. Run. So anyway, aside from impacting the sense of humor of a generation, what is the long-term impact of Vine or Viners? Well, first of all, I think you have to look at where Viners have gone from there. When Vine died, all of those creators with some of them huge fan bases had to find another platform for their comedy, for their creations, and mostly to get that coin. So of actual Viners who had huge followings, many of them transitioned to YouTube, which was a pretty natural switch, except that they were going from making six second, very short form content to 
actual video-sized videos. Some of them did well and some did not. Some of my current favorite YouTubers are actually ex-Viners and so often I forget that that's where they came from, including Cody Ko. And what I've noticed lately, specifically with ex-Viners, is a lot of these guys have become commentary YouTubers. They use their sense of humor and their wit to basically roast other things on the internet. So you see that in Cody Ko, Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden, Curtis Connor. It's very, very interesting because Viners were once the butt of the joke and it took a while for them to kind of recover and not be referred to as Viners anymore. I mean, above all, they're comedians, they're funny, and they make good content, even if their content is mostly just pointing out how stupid and unfunny other content is. Speaking of stupid and unfunny content, a lot of X-Viners also moved on to Instagram where they have cursed the platform with their longer form but still ridiculously unthoughtful comedy videos, which mainly feature mostly naked bodies, bad sex jokes, I don't know. Also, a lot of X-Viners were actually comedians who just decided to also join the platform kind of to gain a new audience for their comedy, including one of my favorite comedians, Chris D'Elia and Bo Burnham. What's really crazy is even though we kind of make fun of Viners for being on Vine, at least in my opinion, it was seen as like a cheap form of content creation back in the day. As much as they didn't have much credit then, it is amazing to have seen where Viners went. And that was kind of the first time where we saw an entire platform move elsewhere and really learn how to monetize their content. This was kind of the first time where people realized, wow, if there's a new app, you can jump on that, literally come out of nowhere, somehow grow to millions of followers super quickly and actually make a career out of that. You can be an influencer, you can move to LA, you can get paid to promote fit tees. And lastly, I wanna give a shout out to the one hit wonders of Vine. There are so many uncredited people, largely people of color, who are responsible for creating these catchphrases and new pieces of slang and jokes that are used everywhere now, a lot by white kids, but everyone really. This isn't a race thing but it kind of is. It's like the girl who came up with On Fleek. We in this bitch, finna get crunk. Abra's on fleek, the fuck? She never got any credit for that, and now it's everywhere. Like, it's being used in actual marketing campaigns with actual companies. It's crazy how many people are so universally known for their literal six seconds of fame, but you wouldn't, like, know their name. I don't even know if you would recognize them on the street. They're forever immortalized in this one moment that happened to be filmed. I love you, bitch. Oh my God. I ain't gonna never stop loving you, bitch. Pretty wild. Shout out to those people. And honestly, I wish I knew all of their information, but that's just how the internet is sometimes. You can make great content, but you can never ensure that it won't be stolen and reappropriated elsewhere without any credit or financial gain given to you. And lastly, I have to show you some of my personal favorite vines. Please don't judge my taste. every time. Why are so many of my favorite vines babies? I don't know. Look at this graph. 
I have now an American job. I'm doing paperwork. It's a little bit Romney. Oh. Are you. Oh, Barney. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um. <laughs> wow. It's a fucking bear! Ah! Oh, shit, it's right there. Thank you guys so much. If you watched this whole thing, make sure you maybe uh, leave me a comment, maybe subscribe. And definitely follow me on Instagram for more Earth Tone Only pics. Now go love yourself, treat yourself to a couple good Vine compilations. Give a shout out to your fave old ex-Viner. Okay, thanks, bye!